Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Out of Juice podcast. I'm your host, Michael, joined by two people full of topics and energy, and I think that's coffee or tea or something tonight. It's tea. It's tea. We've got Greg and Casey. Yep. Oh, yeah. There you guys go. That's going to be impossible to sync. Great guys. Yeah, had fun trying to sync this audio. <laughs> Well, this this is Casey's week, so don't worry about it. Have fun trying to un- get this audio, Casey. <laughs> Except I I'll make work. it work. I'll make it work. <laughs> We've got a bunch of stuff tonight. For the first time, we actually filled out and researched. I researched for the podcast, which is a rarity and peak professionalism from this podcast. We're going back. We're always what? professional. What are you talking about? This for re- I researched before the show. That is peak professionalism. I, mean, I did too. Just well, not your topics. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Usually most weeks we come in and we just throw stuff at the document, read over not the document, and we call it a show. True. So this week I'm excited because there's some good stuff in here. And I think we should probably start off with follow-up because we're that podcast. Because you have some. We have some. Yeah, because we have it. Uh, Quick follow-ups from last week. I'm just going to cover these quickly. Uh, Last week I said I was getting sick. I got sick, so blah. I'm still... What else? Is that it? Yeah, good. No. Uh, also, the episode that came out this morning, episode 14, Casey edited. So thank you to her for jumping into that. Thank you. How'd you, did you enjoy it? Did you, uh, was that a fun experience for you? Parts, of, I, I got into it at one point, but it wasn't until, as you know, after about an hour that I finally figured out what I was doing. Um, really changed I don't know. it. Yeah, no, that definitely helps. I feel like I'll enjoy it more once I'm just better at it and can just get into the groove but sometimes it'll be a chore especially if it's just a super long episode (laughs) you mean this one you mean next week yeah no i mean the next one i'll edit what is that 16 that one's not that bad that one's short and sweet this one no no no. we're gonna go going on forever you people you've got salty topics down here great if if there's actually had a headache i've had a headache all day so i'm really not looking forward to this that's why you got the tea uh, other pieces of follow-up, a things update. I'm not going to dive into the full review of things yet. I talked about it last week, but I did get, set up a Google Home in- integration with things, which was really neat. So I can have the Google Home over there. I can tell it to set up uh, re- reminders through iOS, the iOS reminders, so through Iftata. So I have a Google Home thing now through Iftata that sets a reminder, and then things you can input reminders from various lists. So it'll be like, hey, do you want to import this from uh, Reminders? And I'll be like, import, import, import. So I can use a Google Home product to enter in tasks in things, which is nice. It's an iOS app too. So oh, duh. it's only an iOS app. So it's not like I can Google tie in. It's not an Android-y thing. So that's cool. The big little piece of follow-up I did find this week was uh, it was an Atlantic article over K-Cup trash. <laughs> I remember this. Which we had talked about a little while ago. Casey does not like K-Cups nope. because of the trash issue. And apparently they are really bad at trash. Mm-hmm. But also mentioned in the article, which is something I had complained about in that episode, is do you know how much water goes into the average cup of coffee? Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. No, I don't know how much water goes it was, into the it was average de- cup of it, coffee. It was, it was deeper uh, in the article. Be- due to the coffee beans sucking up water, 25 liters. 
So if you do waste coffee, you are wasting 25 liters of water. Wait, 25 liters? Wait, 25 liters for how much of coffee? A, like a cup. No. No, because- makes sense. No, how much water goes into the coffee beans while they're growing? Oh, the beans, the beans, the beans. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, because we were talking about like, oh, but you're wasting coffee if you brew that extra cup of coffee. And the amount of coffee that you'll probably leave is about 25 liters of beans. Oh, 25 liters of water for beans. So do you want to pollute the planet or do you want to waste that water? I'll waste the water. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're going to pull out of the Paris Climate Agreement. No. <laughs> we're not, that's not on the, that's not on the show notes, Greg. We're not doing that. We're not bringing that up. It's not. No. I'm just saying relevant news, 531.17. No. All, that's all um, I'm saying. I'm just saying it's relevant news. <laughs> That's a lot when of relevant I news. make coffee. Oh, sorry. The coffee beans. I don't beans. dump it. I make coffee and I pour it into my mug and I drink it. All right. I'll post the article in the show notes because if you guys are interested, it is an interesting read on how much. I managed to read like half of it, but then I realized how long it was and I. It's it's an actual article. It's not some little. It's not my typical. I wanted like BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> Just 25 gifts of people wasting coffee. Yeah. Getting angry about it. Oh, this is what this this relates to me in this form and this form. Oh, look at that gift. That's me too. Mm-hmm. You didn't want actual reporting on this. No, it was interesting, and I did. I was like, "There's probably something that's deeper into the article that Michael's going to bring up." And I did see that part about the water, but I did not read it that closely. <laughs> you were just like seething with rage at that point. No, I was just like, "Yep, yep, I know. Yep, I'm aware. Yep." <laughs> I know it's trash, trash, trash. All right, it's all, it's all trash. So moving on into mini topics, because I don't have much else to say on follow-up. Actually, we do have follow-up. You put it as a mini topic, but it's really follow-up. Well, I guess it's kind of follow-up. Our top five albums. Oh, you want to start with that? Uh, sure. All right. That, we will, this is going to be a, but this is not a mini topic. This is a challenge, and we're going to spend some time no 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 don't can't still dug a dug we need our own thing i mean Um, imitate greatness (laughs) well imitation is the highest form of flattery something like that true dug a dug a challenge (laughs) i top so top five uh, albums and i figure we'll go about this in another podcasty way we'll go about this in the connected way way round robin style so we will go around and each of us would do five, four, three, two, one. Okay. We will not just read off the list. Gotcha. So who would like to start with this? I gotta get my list. I feel like I'm gonna get so ridiculed by my choices. Uh, yo, no, I'll get, I'm up here too. No, I think we'll all get no, ridiculed. No, we're all gonna get ridiculed here. This isn't. Okay. As long no. as it's mutual. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's a respectable choice. That's, <laughs> that was a classic 80s <laughs> album. Really defined the genre. I'm glad you did nope. that. No, you're gonna like, hear me oh, be like. Taste? You're just gonna be me hear me be like, who? Who is that? Who? And it's gonna be someone like really popular. Michael Jackson. Who's he? I, I, Who's he? Not. I'm not that bad. <laughs> Madonna. Just. <laughs> Ugh. Greg, would you like to start? Sure. My number five is Tegan and Sarah Heartthrob. Oh, look at you. I'll yes. allow it. That was a that had the uh, wasn't it a song also called Closer? Now that I think the Chainsmokers. Closer. Now I yeah. just when I hear Closer now I think of the Chainsmokers song, but that was that was one of the albums we played a lot of back in the day. Back in the day, that was an every week album, I believe. Uh, it was up there. Well, when it was when we had to play, like oh, uh, when it, we had to play, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, that was, and it was because it was good. Like you'd find that one album up there, and you're like, oh, I'm playing this every week. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. And then it would like chart 
I think Tegan and Sayo did eventually chart, right? I yes, so, they did. They them. did because closer, closer. Oh, did closer did chart. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. We had them. We were really cool with them, and then and then, and then they were like and they did that, and then they did a thing, and then they were like, "You can never play the, this album again." And we were like, "Uh, <laughs> just watch." Uh, sure. <laughs> and that's how we started our phase of playing all charted music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, senior year, and when you've got a friend who's your PD who don't care. Yep. PD's programming director for the audience. They were supposed to listen to all the shows and be like, "You played a." You played a charted song. You're getting a strike for this. But if you expect anyone to listen to every radio show on that station, you are a fool. Very wrong. You're a silly person. I barely listen to my show. Yeah, I, I never listen to our show. No way. I, I, I do. have. I, you do. You do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> that was good. Closer was on that. Anything else? I I don't even remember closer. Um, let me go to. Let me go to the actual album again. Hold on. This is the kind of preparation that the professional podcasters do. Oh, I won't be able to tell you most of the songs. No, I, I'm just trying to remember. The, I'm just trying to remember with those one other song off that album that I would recognize. There, let me see. Oh, wait, it's called Heartthrob. I was looking under C for closer. Uh, <laughs> and it's the Chainsaw Echo song. This is this is this is thrilling content. Um, I was a fool. I'm not your hero. Shock to your system. These are some these are some classic. Oh, and Drove Me Wild. That was one I played. I think I played like quite a bit. I probably recognize that. I don't recognize his name. Casey. All nope. right. I don't even know if I was allowed to do these. What? But, well. If it comes out a musical. Mine, mine's a, mine, it's not, it's not from a show. It's, it's uh from a movie. It's this, like the soundtrack to a movie. That's, if it comes, if you can buy it on a CD, I'll allow it. Yes. I own the CD. All right. Um, it's an album. Ju- uh, the Juno soundtrack. That's right. I have actually seen that movie out of... I have heard very good things about the movie, but I've never seen it. It's a Michael Sale movie. Yeah, it it's so quirky and cute, and I love all the I music would, in it. I would not call it cute, but because uh, I, I don't cute. I don't like quirky things. That's my problem. Because you can't say quirky. N- no, I just don't like. <laughs> it's up. No. Oh, what was on? Oh, uh, that had. Uh, don't don't remind me. That had the uh, Piazza New York catcher on it, right? Maybe. Mm. I don't know off the top of my head. What? The Kinks, Bell and Sebastian. That, oh, yeah. Bell and Sebastian wrote Piazza New York Catcher. I think that was the song. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that album is not in the, my top five, but it's in my top 20. The, the Catastrophe Waitress, where that song's from. If you've never listened to that album, Casey. I could have. That whole album college. is <laughs> A+. Plus. No, that's a, that's a good soundtrack. I, I do know some songs off of that. And it is. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, I don't know. I, the music's very different. And it's just nice and relaxing to me. Yeah. That's my number five. That's a good one. Uh, my number five will go with, uh, this was a hard list to compile, but X and Y by Coldplay is going to be my number five. Which which one? Which, which song? What What is the most popular song off that one? Uh, yeah. either, either Speed of Sound or Fix You. Okay. Okay. Yep. I, okay I know. I know okay. Fix You. Fix You. Yeah. Yeah, Speed of Sound <laughs> was on there. Talk was on there. Uh, it wasn't their popular album. Like, Everyone swales by the first two albums because they had Yellow and Clocks and The Scientist. And, and everyone's like, the third album, they didn't, people, like, reviews of that one are way less than the first two. But I really just, like, there's a cohesive sound on that third one. It was something way different. I don't, I cannot name any other albums in that even style. It was a, it was a little spacey, but it was still Coldplay. And it was just a nice, it was like 13 songs, really longer album. And it was just very cohesive, which I, you'll see a theme on my albums. They are I like cohesive 
albums. I don't like when an album jumps around. It's like one song is this style and one song is this style. You can switch between albums, but usually when I'm listening to an album, I want an experience. I want everything the same. And that's how I was thinking about this because it's like, okay, I may not enjoy every song in particular and I may not know all the songs, but listening to the entire album is what I want to do. Right. And that's the difference with like albums versus songs is I don't like albums where it's like okay this album had five hits on it but these three hits were this thing two these two were this thing and then there's just six songs on here as filler no i'd rather have no hits on the album but the whole album just flows together so nicely and the whole thing is like i can put it on and i have a nice hour of just music i like none of them need Mm -hmm. to be standout no i don't think any of them should be standout really i think they should all be on the same level Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and that's why I like that album. It it is, the other two are cohesive too, but this one was just its own special thing and it was different. And that's why people didn't like it because they wanted another album that had They wanted Coldplay. They Mm -hmm. wanted another Clocks. Too bad, you're not getting another Clocks. You get Fix You, which is just, it's a different thing. Mm -hmm. Greg, would you like to go do your number four album? My number number four is Lady Gaga, The Fame Monster. That is a good, that is a good album. Mm -hmm. That is a cohesive album too, I'll give it that. Because Mm -hmm. that was not a, it had hits on it, but the, the whole album is actually good. That one, the whole album is great. That one has some stuff that's in my playlist, some deeper cuts in there, which I wanna. I'll, I'll get them wrong if they're on the Fame Monster, but that, oh, well, the, this is the album that had Telephone, which is the best one of the oh, best right. things ever, well, ever well, created. Well, there was the Fame, and then the Fame Monster came out, and that had the extra eight songs on it, which well, well, those eight songs were also very important. The the eight songs define the album. <laughs> No, no, no. The Fame had good stuff on it. No, too. no. The Fame was good, but the Fame monster is like, yes. Well, yeah, the Fame monster added. I'm, I'm bringing this up here. Yeah. Oh, it added Speechless, which was a big thing in Bad Romance. Yes. Those yes. were all. Yeah. The Fame. I mean, the Fame was okay. Loaded. Just Dance, Paparazzi, Poker Face. Just some. See, like I was gonna put both oh. of them on here, but I'm like, I can't put both of these, so I'll just put I'll put the one with Telephone on it. Yeah, that's fair. No, it, it is album. And the the best Lady Gaga songs on the Fame, Summer Boy. That is. Yeah. That, uh, that that's my that is my personal favorite Lady Gaga song. It is, although I like all the other ones. Paparazzi's really good. Yes. And Telephone. Don't we? Te- oh my god, Telephone. I, I, I. You you know how much I like that song. That's all I have to say. Oh, I know. We that was if that came on in the club, that was. That was, I was like, it's time to get lit. (laughs) (laughs) Michael can attest to this. It was time to get lit if Telephone Mm -hmm. came on. Like, that was my jam. Oh, that was. mm. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm. Those were good good times. There was also a time when uh, Michael and I may have karaoke to Telephone. Oh, yeah, we did. I forgot about Mm -hmm. that. Is that, that, that exists in video, I think, somewhere. Somewhere. But don't I know worry about that. That exists, and I do know a Kesha karaoke exists as well. I know that one. <laughs> that one, sadly, that one got recorded, and then set, someone decided, let's send this one to everyone. Yup. <laughs> that one got out. I, I think the telephone one, I don't actually know what that one is. I know I know who the Kesha one is, so that one's... It's It just floats around. That one will somehow Ugh. end up at my wedding, which I'm not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll show up in your uh, run for presidency. Like, oh, remember this video? <laughs> That's not that. I wish we went back to the days when that was the worst thing we could dig up on someone. Yeah, yeah. I know that is mm. a, that's going to be a fun thing, like in 30, 40 years when what you find, like, because now that everything's on the internet, when we're digging up stuff for presidents, 
you will be able to find so many old tweets, so many old Snapchat stories, so many. There's, it's gonna you, you won't be able to avoid it. Yep. All like any political office, not just president, local lawmakers. Even now, it's yeah. a problem. But moving yeah. forward. I can't wait. <laughs> and we're going to be sitting there like, oh, yeah, we remember Snapchat. And the kids, kiddos would be like, what was Snapchat? It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I already got told that when I was like, said something about Facebook to my younger niece. Oh, niece. Facebook's yeah, so, like, oh. so on like, cool now. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, anyways, focus albums. Mm-hmm. Casey. So, Casey. All right. My number four is PTX Volume 2. And who's that by? <laughs> Pentatonics. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know them. I, I mm-hmm. that album I do not know. I'm sorry. Okay. It's their second one, which is my favorite of what they did, and I'm just gonna get over to it because I have it's easier. I have a couple pentatonic songs on my current playlist, but they're both Christmas songs. <laughs> they're both the Christmas ones. Their Christmas album was really good, okay? Their Christmas stuff is really good. I don't blame you. <laughs> Why am I not finding this? There it is. I liked volume two the best. Um I Love Again was one of my favorites on there. And Run To You. I want to say both of those were originals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in their first album, they did more covers. And then I want to say Volume 2 is where they started having a couple of their original stuff. And Volume 2 also has their Daft, Daft Punk uh, medley. There's a Daft Punk just, medley? Yeah. You you haven't heard this? I, I'm going to add like, it to my to-do list. They're Daft Punk medley. I mean, like, they got real... I mean, they were on the sing-off, and they won that, but they've gotten mm. really famous... They got really famous because of their YouTube videos. And I think their Daft Punk one was one of the ones that just exploded. How did I um, miss this? Oh, my gosh. It, it's so good. Yeah. No, that that's definitely my favorite of their albums. All right. I'm excited now. Is it, there's a Daft Punk... Mm. You Daft- bet it's, it's acapella, <laughs> obviously. Oh, I, I know. I know who they are. Okay. I, I, like I said, I got Christmas songs. I Sleigh Ride, right there. Good, mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. Sleigh Ride. A plus Sleigh good Ride. Stuff. So my number four is uh, Speak Now by Taylor Swift. The best <laughs> Taylor Swift. Is, is this your only Taylor Swift one on the Is album? this your only, only Taylor Swift? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I like a lot of music, so it is hard to get these albums up in the top five, but Speak Now is my favorite by of hers by far. And again, it was the one that people didn't like as much yeah. as Olio. And I think there's a trend. I do like, again, cohesive albums. Everyone else, definitely with a pop star, likes the hits. They want to see Love Story. They want to see You Belong With Me. That was Fearless. That was the previous album. And they wanted to see more of that. And she decided, no, we aren't going to do as many hits. We're going to do an, you know, an album. What's cool about that album was like it, she wrote and produced the whole thing herself. There was not a single co-writer on that album. Like she did the whole thing, which to me is very impressive because every other pop star has a million co-writers and she did go down that road. Like 1989 definitely had more producers, more co-writers. But this one was all hers and it was just just a good, it was a good story. It was a good, good everything. Mine was the only song on there that took off. Everything else was Back to December was on there. Innocent was on there. Okay, now I know the album. Uh, Spock's Fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, better, better than Revenge. I think got some airplay. Better than Revenge is one of my favorites. I love yeah. that song. I Enchanted is a, my favorite song by her, so that's on there as well. It was some good stuff. And then she's that was the last. Then that was mainly the last. It wasn't really. I think it wasn't country. It wasn't. It wasn't fearless country. But it was not red. Will getting off a country. It was the transition where it was. It was its own thing, really. And it was more. I not single songwriter, but it was more in that area. It was not I Know You Were Trouble. It's not where that was going. <laughs> Rip Country Swift. Yeah. 
Too bad mm. you've gone out and written really good albums elsewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to say, I, I see, I can't say 1989 is bad because it's really good. It's just different. It's, it's just different. Greg, three? Uh, number three is Day and Age. Day and Age by the, the Killers. Oh, yeah. That was their, was that the first one? I have no idea. <laughs> well, I just know the songs off of it. Okay. Because like I, I'm not an album person, so this was really I, hard. <laughs> I gave you a challenge. It wasn't an actual challenge for you. It was a challenge for me just to find, kill it down to five. This is the one that has Human and uh, Spaceman are two big ones off of that one. Okay, so it's not the. It was not the. It was the third album. Okay, it's an interesting choice. I would not have pinned this on you, but yes. Yep. I mean, I the Killers are great. Brand, Brandon Flowers is a plus. The problem with the Killers was it's like. You release two really big songs, and then it's like, how are you going to top these? <laughs> well, that like that's in my brain goes there. Like when I think the Killers, I immediately go to Mr. Brightside. I'm, I think everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. goes there. So it is nice to see. I like this because is why. It's a, it's a greatest song. Apparently, it's <laughs> much bigger in England than it is here. I did not realize. Apparently, that is like one of the that is one of the songs that if you go out to a club they play it literally every night like you'll hear yes. it at least once i read actually there was an article that like, i read that's like somehow this song is still popular yeah no i was i think i was probably reading a similar maybe the same article but it's interesting that that got really big over there even though it's uh it's an american band yep well it's still pretty popular here too it is i still i still hear it on radio i'm like oh yeah it's oh it's an amazing song the whole story of that album i i remember when he had written the first album and then hold the strokes, uh, is this it? And then scrapped the whole thing other than Mr. Brightside. He was like, no, because this, you know, is this it was one of those albums that just kind of changed things for indie music. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, none of the stuff I did was this good, except Mr. Brightside was, he held that one over because he, re- you know, he loved that one. But yeah, Killers are, they're still, they're still around, yeah. They are still around. Yep. They're still doing, doing things. They released an album last year, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Casey. Anyways, Casey, number three. What number three? The fame. Hmm. <laughs> the fame. The fame. Uh, here we. This is all. I was not expecting a. They, we didn't. We did not share the list before the podcast. This is all new to us. That's why we're googling and stuff. I, I'm I, glad I, I picked the fame monster earlier. <laughs> that is interesting. Now you just went with the fame. You did not fame monster mm-hmm. out of this. I went with the fame. All right. I uh, I have strong attachments to a lot of the songs on there. So I love game and poker face. I don't know the Ooh, and like love just game dance. Is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it was just <laughs> it's like I love game especially that that one. I like. I'm a little biased because when um, my acapella group in high school did our Lady Gaga medley, I had the minor solo for I well I had the actual solo for Speechless, but I had the minor solo for Love Game, and that one was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I, it was a good out monster. <laughs> It was, I mean, it is, it, it It would not be what I pinned on that album, but I definitely have like just a ton of songs from in there mm-hmm. because that was, it was some amazing, it was, it, I like albums like that. It was like, here's a new artist. And you're like, oh, this is good pop music. <laughs> this is fantastic. actually, this is actual <laughs> yep. good pop music. Not, oh, this is catchy. No, no. It's good mm-hmm. pop music. That is still good mm-hmm. nine years later. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's hard to find because mm-hmm. it's, it, she's a good songwriter. Like. Like the whole performances on like paparazzi or any of those songs really just solo. Or... Oh yeah, it's great. I love her. <laughs> you have anything right. else? Or you want me to move to three? No, nope, we can just keep. Michael, we're, number yeah, three. we <laughs> keep rolling. Ah, <laughs> uh, so this was this was a hard one because there were a couple I could have put here, but I, 
I uh, I went with a hand cannot erase by Stephen Wilson, which is a 2015 album, and it's just god. It's a god tier album. I don't know. So uh, Michael. Yeah. Who's Stephen Wilson? Yeah. Who? What? Stephen Wilson. He's you won't know him, Greg. He is he's prog rocker. There we go. Don't he's been know. around for a, a little while, but he was the leader of the bands Porcupine Tree and Blackfield. Okay. I've heard of Porcupine Tree. I've heard of that. Don't know anything about it, but I, I, I recognize it. And he went off and started doing solo stuff in 2008, and they have been some of the most amazing albums. Like, I could have put the his third album as, this was his fourth album. He could have put Raven Refused to Sing, which is his third album, as in the top five. It was real close. I I think I've, I don't know if I've linked stuff to you before, because it's it's really good. I might need to link you. Casey, you might like it. Cause you, mm-hmm. I, knew, I know you dabble in that genre from time to time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just everything that prog he takes prog rock that you know the seventies and he and he makes it modern but not like you know metal he doesn't go too modern with it it still has a classic vibe and he you can tell he's just a genius with this music I saw him live last December and it was one of the best shows I've seen he he's a he's a very talented individual and that album is just it it goes that one goes everywhere and that's why I love it like it is a cohesive story and it has like a cl- songs that uh, you know a song that is classic a song that is more metal a song that is the sat literally the saddest song that you will, will ever hear and it's it's an amazing song just like all right it, you definitely have to link it <laughs> you, i the first time i saw when i hold it hold it i basically cried when i saw the video i definitely cried <laughs> you cried then I'm, what am i gonna do <laughs> oh yeah rip you it's not good <laughs> rip me <laughs> oh it'll it'll get you oh man yeah greg all right so at number two, How to Save a Life, The Fray. Nice. That that was an album. Yep. That had some songs on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That had, a, well, How to Save a Life, and yep. She Is. Yep. Um, There's another big one on there. One. Uh, oh, You you Found Me was on there. You album, Found Me. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that album. Uh, and that, that the fun, no, here's the funny thing is, I like all three of those songs. I didn't, because you know, I go by song, not by album. Mm-hmm. So I, I oh these are all on the same album huh all right I wonder if this album's any good <laughs> tones out <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah well, even when you like three songs it's like these are all good it's like definitely with a band like that the whole album probably has a cohesive feel to it yes and they definitely fall in that category it was, they were a good band I haven't heard anything yeah. from, I haven't heard anything from them recently yeah I don't no mm. they're still around they just kind of died out oh that's right they had the uh, that's right they did uh oh yeah uh oh. Uh, Cable Car was on that album as well. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Like, I don't have much to say about these albums because, like, I, I, I haven't listened to most I, of them. I just I know. know. Oh, mo- multiple songs I like. Same album? Neat. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I know. You're not the album person. That is definitely Casey's in my yeah. domain. All right. Casey, what's your number two? My number two is The Resistance by Muse. Oh, God. Muse. I love mm-hmm. Muse. Mm-hmm. The, the Resistance. That whole album mm-hmm. is. Which album is that? That's the you can. It's you a good one. It's it, <laughs> it had it had uprising. I know the album. The okay. resistance. Uh, yeah. Un undisclosed desires. Uh, the U- uh, United Colonies of Eurasia was on there. Yep, and then it has the, all the symphonies. The sim- the last the last three songs are the three parts of that symphony, which is the last time he sat down and decided I'm going to play piano, which is a shame he only does this often because he is a god tier piano player i don't know if you do you know the song uh, butterflies and hurricanes nope no i'll link that that's to me the best song because he just decides to keep his piano playing on that it's amazing that that Mm. whole the resistance was that was a good album Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was 
How much? How much of Muse have you do- dove into? Me? I mean, not deeply, but that is like four songs I like from them. That that album just like encompasses it. I love. I just love when they come on the radio. <laughs> I just like rock out to them in my car. Yeah. If you if you want to do yourself a favor, if you have not done this before, deep dive Muse. The the <laughs> the first albums, eh? But Origin of Symmetry, uh, Absolution, and. Uh, Black Holes and Revelations, the three that came before the Resistance, are also just amazing albums. And there's a lot. I have of- all of them. Okay, you might want to do yourself a favor and listen through them because I mean, if you like the Resistance, that you'll like those. Oh no, I'm sure I've heard a lot of the stuff from them. Oh yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's stuff from back there, but yeah, they they're a good band. They're mm-hmm. not much, not much of the stuff that came out that I don't like. Exactly. Even even the newer stuff, I'm pretty okay with. I still, I I like their new stuff. Yeah. It gets hate, but they they just released something not that long ago, and I I heard it on the radio, and I I don't remember like what the name of the song was. But oh, though, that's definitely Muse, and I definitely there, like it. There was a new song, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. It was like last month, I think. But yeah, the Drones came out two years ago. Mm-hmm. It, it's not as good as the older ones. I'll give it, you know, because those are classic. But yeah, and those songs live. I, I, I still like Dead Inside. Dead, <laughs> yeah. Then Greg knows Dead Inside. Mm-hmm. He he knows those drums. <laughs> yes, yes I do. I remember that it was like one day you texted me. It's like dun dun dun. <laughs> yes, that 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 yes. That's that's good stuff. I, they they are a band I want to see live real badly. Next time they're in the U.S., I need to do myself a favor and go see them. Mm-hmm. So my number two is, and the, I could have put these both both by one and two. I could have put in any order because I like them both. But The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway by Genesis is, without a doubt, just good. It is a good album. That ho- The whole thing, the whole story, and it falls in that category of I cannot name a single other album that sounds like that. Not even by, not, nothing they did, nothing anyone else did sounds anything close to that. The, you know, the instrumentals in The, the Waiting Room and, uh, I'm blanking on the other instrumentals, but they, you know, they had that creepy, eerie feel, like the whole album... When you're listening to it, you're it, you're in a you're transported into a different place. It is you're somewhere else, and that and it just holds you there. Can you repeat the name of it again? The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Okay, yeah, that, that's what I thought you said, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, the, I mean the piano playing on that is amazing. In the Cage, the song is one of the best songs ever. It's just mm-hmm. so jammy. Tony Banks is amazing. If you've ever, I, I don't know if you know the In the Cage keyboard solo. No. But what he's doing, he's bas. I mean, he's playing two different parts basically at once, just flawlessly, and they're not easy parts. But that that was a Peter Gabriel's last hurrah on Genesis. Mm-hmm. But it, again, double album, great story, and just put it just puts you in that cre- a little creepy, little eerie place. And mm, it's a good, it's it's good stuff. The Carpet Crawlers was the only hit off that one. A hit. It's a prog hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> prog, okay. Prog, prog has the best albums. They, they know how to album. Is it like five hours? Yeah, one and a half. It, it was, it was a double album, so it was a, it was a longer one. Okay. It, Moving on. Greg, we get, to, <laughs> we get Greg's number one, which I'm. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Some Zelda soundtrack somewhere. It. I hey you said because I would put Zelda's Symphonic Symphony in here, but I didn't. Okay. I tried to keep it to like regular people stuff. Well, close enough to regular people stuff. I have Prague. That's not regular people. Anyways, so for our number one, I it it's kind of I'm kind of cheating because it's two albums. No, but I, it's by the same person. I'm picking double albums. Go ahead. So <laughs> there's it's I played her on the show, but I don't know if you remember her. Do you remember Lana Del Rey? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, 
it's i can't i can't i can't pick between born to die and paradise because they're both born to die you can have both (laughs) both of those albums are just so like good (laughs) although i think i I can say i listen to paradise more than the born to die album but they're both like really up there they're both very very good very good i have not so i i have not listened to much lana del rey i like when her music is coming out very loud from my speakers (laughs) (laughs) oh right it's just something it just she has a voice that's so it's haunting and it changes like it goes really deep and then like she'll go into this like airy high voice and it's just like i I, the first time i heard her one of her songs i was like are there two different singers no it's just her her. Oh, wait. Her being her. So I, I just Google, I just Googled it, so I know because I haven't genres that Wiki has are trip hop and Balke Balkeska pop, which now I'm very interested. I, to be honest, I don't even know how to define her because her stories. Yeah, exactly. Her, her, her songs are like stories, and her, her albums is like you just wait. You feel, you feel like you're going through her life. I, mm, I need to uh, hang on. Uh, you, you, you sold me on stories in life. Pa- uh, go with paradise. Okay. If you want to go with their story. Go go with Parrot. Well, born. do both. Just listen. Yeah, just to both. do both. Just do both. This this will be follow up for next week because now I'm now I'm curious. Why I have heard good things of her, I, and she is one of those like I heal from. Actually, like one of the fun things that you know people of one genre like metalheads or any genre like that will like to do is like who's your guilty pleasure? And I see Lana Del Rey a lot up on those mm-hmm. lists. So maybe I I will I'll check that out because apparently it's your number one. So it it can't be all that bad. Oh, it's 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 beautiful. It's, your your sarcasm can't even get to me. It's just so good. <laughs> I'm not throwing shade at this. Mm-mm. Anyways, I will do it. What's your number one? My number one is Abbey Road. Called it. Yep. <laughs> Who? Abbey Road by the Beatles. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Who are the Beatles? I've never heard of them. I all I know about the Beatles is literally the the Yellow Submarine. That that's it. That's oh god. You know that's the it. you know the worst song. Yeah, you literally. Yeah, no, Re- Revolution Nine. Revolution Nine is the worst. Yeah, Yellow okay. Submarine is right after. Uh, <laughs> maybe I might even put Revolution Nine above Submarine. I can't do Revolution Nine. I get a headache every time I hear it. I know. It. Oh man, the Abbey Road. That mm, that's an album. Mm-hmm. Ah, and that was. Mm, you got stuff. You you, you talk about it because I it, I could say stuff, but it's I, I don't, great. I don't really have a lot to talk about it. It's just what is there to say? Such a yeah, exactly. It's just like this this wonderful classic, comp like everything. It's like all everything I like is is on this album. And obviously they have other albums with things that I I like, but <laughs> come together. Something. Here comes the sun. Never yeah. for, never forget something. Uh, uh, something. Yeah, Maxwell Silverhammer. I love that one. Oh, that, darling, I'll just that, scream that one. The hardest part for me listening to that album is the second half is so good, but you have to listen to like six songs in the row for it to work. You can't split up those last... I can't split up those last six songs. No. You know... I, I could see that, yeah. Uh, she came in through the bathroom window, polythene But that's, a, that's the point of an album, right? You just listen right. to the whole thing? No, that is the point of an album. It is really hard, but you want to listen... Like, they are on my playlist because I need to listen to the whole thing. You can't the whole just, thing. And that is no, it is mm-hmm. the definition of an album. Oh, good album for me. And it, it's it's a classic. There's not a bad song on that album. Mm-mm. No. So my number one is also it, it's not a low pick. It's the same with Abbey Road, where it's like, well, yeah, that's a pretty good album. Mine is uh, The Wall by Pink Floyd. I I knew it. I knew you were gonna say The Wall. <laughs> I yeah. I have to. Mm-hmm. There's not another album that I thought about it. 
But it's no Abbey Road. The, and again, it's one of those things I think with Greg and me with Stephen Wilson. Like you could take any album in that point, and even the Abbey Road, you could do the same thing. Well, like the Beatles just had so many good albums in that area. It's like I could pick any of these and think it's a good album. It's not. It was not just Abbey Road in that area. Like the Beatles, that album, Sgt. Peppers, those are all fantastic albums in their own right. Mm-hmm. You know, and those not in my top five, but they're floating around in there. They and the same with the wall. Like Animals was fantastic, and I could pick it in the top five. If the wall doesn't didn't exist. Uh, mm-hmm. Wish you were here, Dark Side of the Moon. All of those could go in there. The wall just it was the story. It was the songs on it. It has the best song, one of the best songs of all time. My favorite song of all time on there, which helps it. But the whole album, like it falls in the context of the album, just so well too. Which mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to have a good song in a in a story album. They manage it, which makes the album you know so much better. And they had a number one hit on there as well, which is again another hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that. that there's not much to say on it. Comfortably numb is that song. Another brick in the wall is mm, that's Pink Floyd. Okay. Oh yeah. I've th- never I've never heard the original. But I've only heard remixes of it. Bass Hunter, right? Was that the name of them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the song is just a classic. It is one of the best songs you ever hear, and some of the and one of the best guitar solos you will ever hear. That that has been our challenge. This was fun. Wait, do you have any any quick honorable quick honorable mentions? Do you have any? Uh yeah, I, I you want to you want to start? I have a couple. If you have a couple, okay. Um, for yeah. me, it's um, Glass Animals, uh, their newest album. I've been I've been following this band after I, ever I found out about them, and I love their stuff. Um, no hold of them. They're more. They're really like they're not popular yet. They're kind of in, they're still in that little indie phase, getting a few things on the main channel, but they're they're they're, they're getting there. They're getting there. Um, there was Marina and the Diamonds, the uh, Family Jewels album. You've you've heard that one from the show. You don't Be from our old show. Care. That's the girl. Yeah. <laughs> but this was the album before that. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, those are my my main my quick two honorable mentions. I I love them, but I, I didn't put them on there. No, I I, I honorable mentions are good. Like they'll that's the thing. I have a list of like favorite albums, and it's like twenty twenty five albums long. So picking five is like I have a couple I do know, but like there's. It's hard to say, oh, you're off the list because it's like this album's also still amazingly good. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple. Casey, you have a couple? Casey, you got quick on her I have uh, one Florence and the Machine. Uh, the Between yes. Between mm-hmm. Two Lungs by Florence and the Machine. That's a good that, that's, that's, a, that's good. There was, mm-hmm. uh, there was some stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Just uh, a lot kiss, of good stuff. Kiss, kiss with a Fist. Kiss with a Fist. Was a, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's, a song, <laughs> that's a jamming song. Hurricane Drunk is one of my favorites. That's also great. There's so many good ones. No, that album was. I need to listen to a new album because I've listened to like two songs off of it and I liked both of them and they're on my playlist, but then I never went around and listened to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Uh, couple- All right. Your honorables, Michael? Uh, be- without listing out, hey, can- a couple of the Run With The Hunted by Sky Hill, which is Danny Avedon's band, actually. Oh, his he did one album with them. Okay. That was that was good stuff. That was before he went video game EO. That was a, a Jagged Little Pill by Atlantis Morissette. Oh, that, yeah, I should, yeah, that was almost on <laughs> there. She's yeah. apparently writing a musical with that music. I saw that. I was that's uh, <laughs> uh, Breakfast in America by Supertramp is just another hits load album. Scenes from a memory from Dream Theater and also Random Access Memories by Daft Punk is an amazing little album. Gotcha. So I, right. I, and I, there's there's plenty more where that that came from. But yeah, I don't know. At least you made me think of like a couple more. I'm like, nope, we're done. We're no, we're done. That, that, we we got to move on. You guys have so much on this list, and we're already 50 minutes of recording. The, I we knew this was going to be a podcast. I this this, this well, is what this is why I was like, let's do this first because I know how it's going to be a long thing. Because it was going to take a long thing, 
And I feel like some of these topics might get pushed. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, All right. Well, let's just, let's just rush. Actually, no, let's keep with long albums. Wait, actually, wait, Michael, were any of your albums Rush related? I just thought about that. Uh, no. Yeah, he did have one. No. Okay. Oh, you did. No. Not anyways. Uh, no, it's it's part of again in the same way that an album I think is defined by like you can listen to the whole thing and it's good and you like the whole thing. That's me with Rush. There was no album that stands out, but the whole catalog to me there was not a bad song in the catalog. Gotcha. Which is hot. Like again, you got twenty albums. Most artists, like, again, even Pink Floyd, it's like, there's four or five albums I like, but they're, you know, the Outskirts albums, like, they're not what I can listen to, whereas Rush is that. So Rush falls into the favorite band, but there's not one album where I pick it out and, like, this is the best thing ever. Like, so, no, I, I think that it's the same way an album works. Okay, Michael, you're getting really passionate. I need you to talk about Farah. Oh, Farah, you want, we, we jumping into Overwatch? We're jumping into the Oh, Casey's so sad. You could have joined us. It was free. I was hiking. Hmm? I know. I was hiking. Well, Greg and I were doing important things, which was playing Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Greg was... and I played a lot of Overwatch. We jammed a lot in that that free weekend. We played a lot. That free... I we made it work even with my family here. We made it work. That was a that was a challenge. It was a yeah. it is a fun game. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time. I now know when Greg is ranting and just assault mine over Farah. He I knows un- why. He knows why. I understand you, Greg. That is nope. the wor- that is the worst experience you can ever do. Oh, you can ever feel. You just want to play the game? No. No. I'm gonna fly over to you. I'm gonna push you back. I'm gonna push you down off the map. And I I'm might gonna... have a and I might have a healer attached to me. It might be. It might be pharmacy. It. It is. No. But, but I. There's I... also something really great where when you take out a Farah in midair. I didn't do that i'm not that good i don't i also am an a i i apparently am canceled myself so i it, yeah. i i am now for those who play a junk rat main it's junk rat i'm sorry it's, everyone yeah. I, i'm a different form of cancer yeah yeah okay, i mean i can't really say anything i play torbjorn you'll also cancel we'll all cancel and hanzo now i think that whole, hanzo. you know what that whole game is full of cancel characters yes yes it is everyone sucks in their own special way, some more than others, <coughs> Farah. But yep, I I enjoyed it. My thumb still hurts. So <laughs> RSI, this this thumb is not doing well from all this uh, playing this weekend. So what what level were you at the end? Twenty nine. That's a lot for a weekend. <laughs> what from one to twenty nine? Yeah. And I and I did the really bad thing where I did download the game last night. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I set up the authenticator, so I will be not. I'm gonna I'm gonna limit the playing, hopefully, because I got stuff Wait, I need to get done. Have you finally? Did you finally buy it? Yeah, I did. Ah, uh, yes. I bought it last night. It's on night. sale right now. It for is. Like, it's like twenty bucks off, so it's like thirty dollars, I think. Yep. So I had I had enough. Uh, yes. I had enough fun with it. Like that is gonna. Be, I think that's a game. I know you play enough, and I got some friends at work who play it. So just be able to jump on and play a few rounds. I, I like that idea. Yep. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the whole weekend thing again because my thumb hurts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- this Thumbed. this kind of thing is well where I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. No, trust me, my, my, my wrist is a little a little still it was it was worth it. it. I, I, I enjoy the game has see I haven't played a game with good voice chat in it yet, so this was a fun one. Yes. I like just being able to chat chat with you when we start a game. Yep. So you was, you were mentioning your family was there over the weekend. I just you know once again whenever I have like a story I, it just goes along. I can start with my weekend all the way up to Tuesday when I went back to work because that's just everything just, just happened. 
Family came down, third weekend seeing them. <laughs> they were a, a mess. <laughs> they were loud. Oh, they I were obnoxious. They listened to Western movies really loud? Yes. So I was playing with Michael and I turned around and I'm like that was, McCree was on the TV the, the movie they were watching. It literally looked like McCree had the same facial hair, had the same hat. It was McCree. They they were loud, they were rambunctious, they got pissy about every random things that I was doing. Like, oh, you're ignoring me. I'm like, gee, I wonder why. I've only seen you three weekends in a row. My baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen so, you in four days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, four days exactly. We miss you. Yeah. So that was that weekend. Then it's moving on to Tuesday. I'm going back to work, you know, after not having a weekend to, you know, recharge my introvert self. I'm going back to work and <laughs> you I'm driving. You haven't, had, you haven't had three weeks to three weekends to recharge. True. Well, anyway, I'm driving to work. I'm listening to Do My Friday. I'm just driving, you know. It's dark night. It's kind of foggy. It's 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. It, I'm actually a dark night right now. I'm 14, waiting for this thing. But um, I'm just driving, and out of nowhere, I see a deer, and it's just like, I'm going to go straight for your car. I'm just like, ugh. So it hits my car, and you know, so, so if your car gets hit by a deer, your yeah. first reaction should be like, you know, to stop, make sure your car is safe, all that kind of stuff, like all that stuff. Yeah. No. No, that's not what I thought. I kept driving my car all the way to work. It was only, I, was like, I was like 10 minutes away from where I work at. Okay. So I just drove it there, parked, like, took a picture, sent it to my mom, like, hey, I'm going into work. But, ooh, I'm going. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm actually like really rattled, like, kind of, I guess, shocked, kind of. I'm just like, just, because I'm you just hit going. a deal. Because I hit yeah. a deer that I didn't. Well, did you hit a deer or the deer hit you? Uh, yes. Um, so I was just like, uh, like, it really messed up my car, but I couldn't tell how bad it was. It was still dark when I got to work. I went in there, went to work. I told the told my uh, boss like, "Hey, this is what happened." And she's like, "Oh, okay. Uh, do you need to go home?" Blah, blah blah. I'm like, "No, it's fine. It's fine." I'm all shaky still, but I'm like, "It's fine. It's fine. It's fine." I'm just like, "Whatever." So today is the day we have an audit, and everyone has messed up some paperwork, so they're having people rewrite paperwork. I'm trying to rewrite paperwork, kind of shaky, but just you know, I'm just writing paperwork. People, you just you know, I work in a prison. And I just start hearing like screaming, and you hear like on our radio. Oh, we got we got an insult. We got to create some fucking insult. So like, people gotta, gotta go run down here. I'm still my nerves are still shot. This guy is on um, K2, which is a synthetic marijuana, and he's having a really bad trip, and he has to get taken to the hospital. He has to be restrained and taken to a hospital. This is a great way to. This is in the first thirty minutes of being at work. And I could play when someone <laughs> pings me. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It get it gets worse. It gets worse. So we find we get him on the gurney. You know, since time to come down hear it again and we hear it again two other people they all decide to do the same drug at the same time how th- how, how'd this one get in we don't know i'm not a part of investigation <laughs> i don't know you guys need to, to do my job so they have to go deal with that <sighs> find out that it was not not just it was an illegal drug but the drug also had rat poison in it nice and, uh, to help with the uh, to help with their high okay mm-hmm. so deal with that <laughs> I'm, I'm just like this is a day this it, is a very this is a day go back to doing this paperwork and then we hear on the radio the eagle has landed the audit people are there <laughs> ah the best people <laughs> yeah and this guy it's like you need to like you need to do this to your clothes blah 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 i'm just like and I, no, and honestly 
this guy, I think, I think he was like a warden or something. And I was just like, dude, not today. I just said that to him. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, deer hit my car. This going on. I, I can't today. I can't. He's like, oh, you need to go home. I'm like, I, I, no, <laughs> no, but leave he's me alone. A bad please. day. And you're making it worse. Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So he did. Uh, and the rest of the day, just kind of, because everyone was busy doing audit stuff. Just kind of sat around for 10 hours doing nothing, but that- can't leave because I don't want to leave because, yeah. Day's over. I go out to my car, see how bad the damage is. <laughs> I have to tape up my bumper so I can, like, drive it without, you know, it scraping off. I have to crank up my car and I see stuff leaking. I'm like, it's not my radiator. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder if I can drive home. Also, keep in mind, I live in, uh, this, I work an hour and 10 minutes from where I live. Yeah, so I start trying to drive home. I No, no. I pull over on the side of the road, call my insurance company, get a wrecker. Wrecker's going to be an hour. Great. Waiting there, doing the whole claim thing. Got my claim submitted. Wrecker gets there. Almost, I'm in my, I'm in my uh, uniform. So, right, Wrecker guy gets there. All he does is wants to talk to me about the prison. Because he used to be a captain at another prison. He tells me all these stories. Of, I'm just like... I know oh. how much you love chit-chat about work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh God, please stop talking to me about this. So I'm just like, whatever. Then we get there. We get to the wreck yard. He, he, was, he was a cool guy and all. I, you know, this is in Huntsville. So then I try to get like an Uber. We don't have Uber in this area. Great. And I can't move my car. I'd know. like an Uber from the prison, please. Uh, So why? No, uh, this no. Is at a rec- no, this is at a wreck yard. This is at a wreck yard. No, not, <laughs> not, not there. But um, so then I'm like, all right. And I call this guy for a taxi. I'm like, do you drive? Do you drive all the way back to the Woodlands? I'm just like, he's like, yeah. How much is it? $100. Whatever. Bring it. So take take a taxi home. The taxi guy, his car smells weird. He's he's like, he's really like, he tries to be talkative with me. And I'm in my uniform, so he wants to talk to me about work again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, stop. And he finally gets the idea that I'm not talking to him. My phone battery is at 10%. Oof. I'm just like, stop. So I get, so we're driving back and he just starts burping like every five seconds i'm just like what the i'm helping you out i'm not gonna curse he's like and i'm just like what and he's just like oh and he's just laughing about it and i'm just like this isn't funny Gross. he's like he's like it must have been that burger i ate earlier i'm like i'm just looking at him like if you could you probably looking at how much you weigh you probably shouldn't have ate that burger he doesn't like that he gets quiet thank god <laughs> you said that to him you haven't seen me when I'm not myself. <laughs> Greg, eat a Snickers. <laughs> eat a Snickers. <laughs> it's I, it was really bad. It was really bad. I was you not had, in the, I mean, I well, I think we've all had days like that. Well, it's just like everything that could have gone wrong did. Yeah. Well, it's just like you've had the worst day, and you're like, I I'm not I'm done dealing with people for today. I'm not you know I'm just done. Yeah, so yeah, I finally get home and like you, you've seen my apartment come. He's like, "Oh, do I need to put any code or anything?" I'm like, "No, just let me out right here. I will walk by myself." He's like, "Okay, man." I'm just like, "Thank you." I'm just walking my uniform. I see people they're like waving at me from their uniform. I'm like, "I don't know you. I'm sorry." <laughs> just, leave, just leave me alone. So I get, I finally get in there. You know, I don't have a car, so I just order pizza. Wait for my pizza. Get, I lay on the floor. My pizza gets there. My pizza gets here. I eat it on the floor, and I just yeah. So today I got. Uh, rent or not a rental, but my uh, dad drove down again. And <laughs> that's a got, long drive for them. That is a well. Yeah, that, my dad drove up yesterday. He got he left me to the truck. I'm driving. I'm driving a truck right now. You've driven a truck before. Yeah, but like this is a big truck. I'm not a little guy. So whatever. <laughs> but um, I'm driving a big old truck, and um, my dad took a rental car back to Yonderland, <laughs> and I'm just like. 
waiting to get my car fixed. Went, went and saw the guy today. He's like, okay, we'll get your audit done by Friday. I'm like, just whatever, man. And I'll tell him, just like, I told the, I told the guy, I told the guy, I, I effing hate deer. <laughs> so also today, I also got some venison jerky and ate it because I was angry. <laughs> okay. Oh. No, venison's delicious. It is. I'm um, going to eat you guys. <laughs> feel like Alex Jones right now. Um... <laughs> My powders. powders. <laughs> um, let's see what else oh, I do today? Bless. Oh yeah, I passed my rifle test. So you have six chances. I was on my last chance to pass this test because you know, <laughs> and the, and the guy, the guy, I was like, the guy was like, hey, I think I know what my problem is is that I flinch every time I pull the trigger because you know it's a gun. <laughs> it's I have, a gun I have that, that problem. Not, it's, let me face that. It's a big gun. It's a big gun. No, those. Well, the problem is you know it's about to kick and like you know bust your nose open if you don't hold it correctly. So. Right. Yeah, you so do flicks. Like, like that was a problem of mine. So I was like, you know, I need to pass. This is my last chance. I like got the gun really close. So I was like, the, the instructor was like a little bit away from me, so he didn't hear me say this. But I was like, gun, I'm going to make, I'm going to make love to you so we can pass the test. <laughs> is that ten how, out of ten is shots. that how that looks? Ten out of ten shots. <laughs> I had been only been getting fives and sixes. I got a ten out of ten when I told the gun that. Well, it's because you've been taking your powders. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One other thing I forgot to I forgot to mention on that that on Tuesday when I uh, went to work after you know the deer and all, uh, when I finally got home, I was sitting in my pockets and I had brought home my pepper my pepper spray that you're not supposed to leave take off the take off your uh, unit. So I called my unit. I'm like, hey, I have this. I don't have a car. I'll get it back to you when I can. And they're just like, when you get back soon, I'm like, I'll get it when I can. And the guy was like, oh, okay. And this is like a higher ranking guy than me. I was like, I don't I don't care. <laughs> And he's just like, so I dropped it off today. And I dropped it off to the lake. She's like, you're the one who took the gas home, right? I'm like, yes, it's me. I'm sorry. It was a long day. <laughs> like so much, I was like, so much stuff happened yesterday. I it just, she's like, I understand. She's a sweet lady. She's like, I understand, baby. It's all right. I'll take care of you. I'm like, thank you. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Actual thank you. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's it. That's. Also, I saw the deer, and it's getting eaten by like birds, and like it's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's everything. Uh, that's so you're gonna be um, you'll be gonna be the guy now who you've got the rifle test done, so you can just go around this Christmas shooting deals uh, reindeer uh, ornaments off of lawns. You're putting two things I really hate together. <laughs> I, uh, Christmas and deal. It's called a Christmas reindeer. and deer. <laughs> Christmas and deer. How do you feel about reindeer? It's deer. <laughs> Can burn. They're Christmas deer. Can burn on Christmas for all I care. <laughs> it's Texas. So, so also, Michael. You know, I sent you something, but I am a inconvenienced homosexual. Let, let let me tell you the origin of that. There was like a there's like a it's not really much a meme. It was like a like a status I was going around with my gay friends, which whole nother thing. Yeah. That I'll say for next week because it's already eleven twenty. But um, mm-hmm. the, this, this there's this meme that was like. You know, they say the worst thing is a woman scorned, but they've never seen an, a truly inconvenienced homosexual because <laughs> me. <laughs> I'll believe it. All right. I'll believe All that. Right. You good now? You good? Got my tea here. I'm back in my Zen place. Nice. Today, today was here. today was better. Today was a lot better. Today was a lot better. Today was today was the day I, I, oh the gun test was today and I passed that so. And you got, and you've so, got an actual weekend coming up where you're by yourself, right? Yes, <laughs> I have to think. <laughs> you had to make sure before you got excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to make sure because I think it's gonna be the only one I have. I only have two in June now by myself. I know that. 
your trooper. One of them's pride, and nothing is messing up that weekend. Nothing. That's gonna that's gonna be a topic show. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember you went. You've gone to pride. You went to pride last year. I remember that. Last year was the first time I went to pride and like enjoyed myself. Yeah. So you, I I got there was there was a parade of snaps. There was a parade. Oh, yeah. There was a parade, but also yes. of snaps. So hey, you should come to pride. No. Okay, tried. It's it's not. I mean, it's nothing against it. It's against. I, it's the, hot. It's against it, the city of Houston in June. Yes, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you at all. Because you remember last year, I was dehydrated and drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because <laughs> but, it's like ninety five with ninety five percent humidity on some random late yes. Saturday June afternoon there. Yes, and I have no but it desires. Was fun. It no, was fun. I can't I'm, have I'm fun. Trying to, I'm trying to get some certain other people. Who were at a magic tournament last year to come down this time? Wool's eyes. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't see that. Uh, oh, that it's on video. Uh, whatever. That was that was a good one. That was that was. I'm not a professional eye roller. You are. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Casey hasn't okay. talked in about five hours, so. Okay, Casey. It's been a while. Casey, let's. Uh, Casey, t- wait. Actually, tell us about hiking. How how was that? T- tell us about your excuse. Did you see any deer? I saw no deer. No deer. Did you kill it? <laughs> okay. I I just said I didn't see any deer. Didn't see okay, any. There weren't any to kill. Uh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Hiking was good. We went out to um, Talcott State Park, which is in Bloomfield, Connecticut. Um, so it's like tiny. It's northwest-ish, west-ish, kind of middle west of Hartford. Um, but it was it was a little hike. It wasn't too bad. You kind of, you drove up the mountain a little ways, and then when you parked, that's where you picked up the hike. I want to say from when we started hike, like walking to the top, it was like a little over 4,000 steps about, I don't actually remember how many miles it was, not but enough. I know I took it, not enough. I it took 8,000 <laughs> steps to the bottom. It was a light hike, but it was nice. We packed um, there's no lunches. Such, there's no such thing as a nice hike. <laughs> no, True. it was a nice, it was a nice little hike. I mean, we were going midday, um, but the weather was perfect. We got to the top and there was, there's a... Some rich old white guy's summer home, but that actually has an, is like the tower, but they just have all the his- history there. But it was really pretty, and I'm like, wow, this is a really nice summer home. Good for you. And there's like the viewing room, um, and there's you can rich see all in Connecticut. This I was I walked in, I, I was walked in. I was like, this is probably just some like rich old white guy's house. And then I'm looking like, yep, that's what it was. But like up at the the top is the observatory room, and there's you could see all. Um, the directions of Connecticut, and you're like, oh, there's Hartford, and there's other stuff, and it was cool. Ate lunch, went back down, and then we did um, a campfire at uh, our friend Mara's house and did s'mores, and it was nice. It was just a good Saturday, and the rest of the weekend was spent indoors for the most part. But I didn't get any ticks. Uh, only only Taylor fell and scraped her knee. So <laughs> other than that, we, we survived. Sounds like a fun little weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it out, was, nice, it, it was outside, sure. so no, but. It was nice. Outside bad. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do There's it. There's nature out there. There's deer. Mm-hmm. There's deer. Oh, yeah. I'm, I totally missed the, the second part of this. Oh. Um, we took the main path up, but then Matt and Mara were like, oh, let's take this little sideway that kind of looks like a path. And Taylor and I weren't really about it, but they were like, no, no, it's fine. And. I knew it was fine. I, I we weren't that far. It wasn't a very long hike, and I kind of had a good sense of where we we're going. But there were no path markers, and I just have a lot of problems with it. I'm like, I want my little marks on the trees so I know where I'm going. But it ended up being fine. We just came up further up 
came out further up the road <laughs> onto the Lifestar pad. Usually if it's a uh, like little pox like that, I'm cool with it. It's if I was in a situation where it's like, I know there are bales around. There's no cell phones. There are bears. Big bales. This is Connecticut. I know. This is black. We're in black bear territory. <laughs> Drizzly bales. Yeah, no. Uh, we got little black bears. No cell phone service, and it's like, I don't want to get, I don't, you know, I, I don't know anything about this, but usually mm-hmm. like that. I'd be uh, yeah, something like that. Like, we would end up finding our way, and we had cell phone service, I'm pretty sure. We were, this is just a little mountain surrounded by civilization. Right. You aren't like 50 miles deep into nature. No. Like, it was really okay. I was just tired and grumpy. I needed a Snickers. Oh, yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone apparently needed a Snickers. <laughs> That, that, that yeah. story of the week. Michael, talk about how you blew up cases of that phone with Trello notifications. Did you guys like this? No. No. <laughs> for the peep, for the peeps, uh, we're trying some new stuff with uh, editing, as I've m- we've mentioned before. But I need stuff organized, because if it's not organized, it never gets done. That is something I've learned. That is one of the reasons like I was bad in some aspects in pre- previous me life, because I wasn't organized. And I realized if stuff's not in lists, in chunks that I know, like, you can check off and do, it's never going to get done. So on Trello, because I have used Trello before and it is a good shared task management system, I, over the weekend, made a whole list for the template for editing these shows. Actually, the whole template for the show, from creating these Google Docs and show notes to all the way to uploading the show. And then I assigned all the work to these two great co-hosts. Like I told them I would do a couple weeks ago because I was excited that Trello lets you assign work to people. And apparently they were foolish enough to leave notifications on for apps so that every time I assigned a card to them, they got a notification. Every time I made a change to a card, they got a notification. How many did you get? Too many. At least, I, I don't know if it was 22 or like 40 something. If I like cleared my notifications, it was probably, like, I don't know. It was a lot. They knew it was I, a lot. They knew I was up to something. So Yep. Congratulations. So you guys get an insight into my workflows, which I'm sure you guys have workflows similar like to that. Sure. Oh, sure. oh I'm a crazy person. Yes. Yeah. There you go. But <laughs> you, I'm just trying to teach you guys how to be organized. That's all. Organization is the enemy. Is it though? Yes. I gi- I'm giving you these nice check boxes for like how to do this stuff. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm saying this right now. I'm not going to use Trello. I'm going to keep trying. You can, if you want me to do something, text me. <laughs> yeah. I, no. Did you see the picture we have now? It's, it's, it's great. It's cute. I do like the little coffee cups. Yeah. There's three of them for the three of us. The little, the, the tall milky boys. The tall milky boys. <laughs> there's, uh, there's some good milky boys. Speaking of milky boys, Greg. Huh, okay, I can do this now. Oh, okay. I, I just noticed you did next week on this. No, but, no, no I, I can do it it's now. Too, it no, was too good no, of a transition. You, no, that was too good of a transition. Ha, I brought it back in. Reeled it back so, in. So like, okay, so let me tell you, let me explain why I say the topic is I realize I'm more like Max Timken from Do By Friday than I realized. So like, I was listening to this week's and he's talking about like how people are making fun of Trump is not going to accomplish anything or like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. From the, the latest so episode. So I, before I, before I listened to that, this whole kafefe thing, I was like, this isn't going to do anything, but this, this, this doesn't mean anything. It's just. Him being just normal, just but we, ex- excellent tweet. We like, got whatever. we got memes though. Yeah, I mean, of course, memes are always great, but I mean, like, <laughs> they're not going to do anything. And then I will then then um when I was stuck in my car waiting for a record, I was listening to Do by Friday because I didn't have anything else to do. 
And um, I was like, oh, this is that's exactly what I was thinking about this whole Kofefe situation before it even happened or before I even heard this. I'm like, maybe I am more like Max. I do enjoy a nice a nice tall Milky Boy every now and then, so you know. That that's what that's where you go wrong. You can't like well, you can't like yeah. the Milky Boys. There, I mean, there. I mean, ice black coffee will be number one, but a nice tall Milky Boy every now and then isn't the worst. He's good, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Okay, I like like I said, I couldn't ignore that transition. That was, was top quality. That was top kick. Yeah, mm, not top kick, just quality. Okay, so I'm gonna I want to talk a little bit about because this is on my mind and was released uh, this week and it's timely. So. And it's more music, sorry, Gray. But it's the 50th anniversary of uh, Sgt. Peppers. One of the most influential, if not the most influential album of all time. And so I gave Casey a couple things to go over. I don't know if you got around to them. I did listen to it. Okay. So a brief, brief uh, what they did, they went back and remastered, remixed, remastered, Sergeant Peppers. And this wasn't just a normal remaster what, you know, they just take the old tapes. They went back to the archives of Abbey, Abbey Road and got the original for, like tape, original tracks. So the way Abbey Road was recorded was this was back at a time when they had full track recorders. This means you had full tracks you had to record on, which means they would go in and, you know, record a bunch of parts and like full parts and then bone those all into one track. So this way you could achieve, you know, more than full tracks. The problem is you're boning down instruments onto the same track. So if you want to, you know, with a stereo sound, say this goes to the left. Well, if you boned your bass and your drums onto a track, that's going one way. You cannot then go split the bass and the drums. Like those are together. Mm -hmm. So with the Beatles, this was an interesting problem because back in those days in England, everything was mono. That's what everyone cared about. There was no sound separation. Everything was this condensed space. And they, so when they did stereo, uh, st the stereo mix of Sgt. Pepper's for the U.S., the Beatles were not actually involved in this. They spent weeks with mixing the st uh, the mono sound because mixing back then was, you had to do it live. You need multiple people on the board. This was not an electronic thing. But for the stereo, they did it in a couple of days. It was a couple other people. It was not the Beatles. The Beatles had no design decisions. So the album version for all the Beatles albums, really, that we listen to today, all these weird stereo mixes. And I say weird because it is the only music I listen to routinely where stuff is, to me, split. You will have a voice in one ear, very prominent mm -hmm. in an ear. You know, you will have the drums, the bass, the guitar in another ear. And it, they shift it and they mix it well, but it is not a, what, a stereo mix. You can listen to it and say, this was obviously older. So what they did was instead of trying to remaster, which they have done, they've remastered some of the old Beatles stuff, but they just took like what had been recorded and what was pressed. These tapes that, you know, these tracks that they went through, they never mixed with these. They mixed with, of course, the thing, you know, they put four into the one, they mixed with that one. They took these original ones out of the archives, which had never been mixed onto anything before, and remixed it. And it sounds amazing. It is an actual stereo record. Just And they didn't, it, you know, they did this at Abbey Road using the same machines, using, like, the same phasing techniques that, you know, George Martin, when he was mixing it and editing and recording, has, has all the old notes, like, how they did all this stuff. Because Sgt. Pepper's was innovative. It was mm -hmm. it was one of these albums where they went through and they had stopped touring, which was a big part. They had time to spend in the studio because back then 
people, you know, write songs on the road, record them really quickly. Studio time is expensive as all get out. And people didn't have the money to, you know, spend weeks in the studio. For Sgt. Pepper, they spent something along the lines of 400 hours in the studio recording this thing. <laughs> Strawberry Fields Forever was like 45 hours alone on a song. And just for comparison, Casey, do you know how long they uh, were in the studio for the first Beatles album? No. One day. <laughs> They recorded that whole album in, a, in one day. So like, and that was more than normal. Like you'd spe- you'd have a couple sessions, you'd have three sessions, but studio sessions were expensive and you didn't have the kind of money to just spend, you know, 400 hours. Like they just booked Abbey Road for like up two months and it was like, this is our, this is our studio. Like it cost in today's dollars, like $500,000, it was like 420,000 pounds, I think, which wow. is a ton of money, but they were the Beatles. Yeah, like, it was a lot. They had, they had reached the point where it's like, you guys can do whatever you want to do. They, mm-hmm. you know, not many bands had that luxury because to do the stuff they did, you needed all this fancy equipment back then, this expensive equipment. This was not an age where it's like, oh, musicians can just play into GarageBand and release a song on their own. Like you had to go to the studio and just some of the stuff they did was so innovative. And so actually getting to heal that and not have it be confined, have the strings be forward, have Ring- Ringo has drums again. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest one. I, and a lot of people have said Ringo having drums is... Because on the other track, it was like layered into the bass track and then it's off to one side and it is very thin. Mm-hmm. This is not thin. And it brings a couple a couple songs just come back to life. For me, like She's Leaving Home, Good Morning, Good Morning, both really there now. And like you, you just pick up stuff that you didn't hear. One of the other interesting bits was the stereo mixes on a couple songs were actually a half step down from what they were when the mono release. And now in the new one, they're back. So you'll notice in, I don't know if you noticed this, is She's Leaving Home, but it's actually up back to the original half step that it's supposed to be at. So if Interesting. You, I didn't notice. Yeah, I was picking up some stuff on this. So to me, it I'm glad they went back and did this. It really brings the album like back to, like it makes it sound more modern, honestly. Because mm-hmm. the recording, like the recording quality, just because you were back in the, back then, it wasn't bad quality. It's not like I was, they were recording onto lesser tapes. Like recording technology hasn't gotten much better in 50 years. It's just they, the mixing wasn't there. And, you know, you had all these, you know, little things that you couldn't get into. Like I, I was listening to something earlier today, you know, like the drum, that kick, the kick drum that actually had a back in the day had like a, a shield in front of it, like a filter. So it couldn't be too thumpy because if it was too thumpy, the needle on the record could actually jump out of the groove. So th- <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah it was it's an actual yeah it was an i didn't realize this and this was one of the first albums with the drum you know but they had to thin it out because you didn't want the needle jumping so they can actually make this a full sound they can bring all the dynamics in and it really just it shows like um, a lot of work went into that and a lot of the effects that are now uh that were present in the mono and lost in the stereo. i didn't realize how much was in the mono the one that they actually mixed and spent time on like the you know Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds the it's much more echoey it's much more like immersive in that fact whereas the stereo loses it it is it's a keyboard it's not a little bit more spacey and out there and they really brought that back on this mix there was an a lot of the stuff that I got from there was an NPR uh, podcast it's like 30 minutes with a Daryl's Martin who's the guy who you know George Martin's son and the guy who did the mix on this album it's very good podcast and I will link it in the show notes it's worth a listen like I learned so much about 1960 audio recording that I did not know like the struggles that they went through and it's cool they actually found some old extras like that you know those tapes of them actually recording like the piano code on a day in the life and the actual original ending for the day in the life 
which I did not know this, was not a piano code. They actually wanted to do, after the string outro, they wanted to do all of them doing an E note in choir form. And they actually have that on tape. But it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's four guys trying to do an E note in a choir form. Yeah, no. But it, it's cool to hear that. And like the whole out, like if you have, if you love Sergeant Peppers and oh, you just like good music because this, the fact that this was, like they said, these were a bunch of 24, 25 year olds revolutionizing this space. And this was such a, like when you think back, I, I don't, I didn't get to listen to it like when it came out. I wasn't like, because you think of all the songs that were out there at the time, you know, the songs that were big in 67 were things like I'm a believer and happy together. Like that was the music. Mm. There was nothing innovative about this. And then this just no. opened up like, we're going to do, this was the, like the longest album of its kind. They had five minute songs, which was unheard of at the time. It was, it was an opening into progressive rock. Like people were like, wait, you can do this? You know, actually, you know, experimenting at a studio, writing longer songs, trying new things out. It's something that hadn't been done before. And so knowing that that was 1967, it does put it in a different place. Like compared to what you've heard now, there's nothing super special about that album. What's special about it, it was it was the first one. It was the first one that did this stuff. And I'm glad it's, they brought it so that like if you're a new, if you're a new kid, you can listen to this and not immediately think, oh, this is weird. This is old. You, you don't hear that because when you hear the ba no. bass in yeah. one ear and you hear the vocals in another it's the same for me. Like, I can't go watch black and white TV with a, without always just thinking, like, what's the point? Like, what is this? This is old, right? Like, I can't. It's so far back. Like, I can't get into it. And, like, definitely older, you know, 50s sounding music. Like, if I can tell, like, it's, like, thin. It's like, oh, okay. So to actually bring this up to basically modern day mixing, modern day stereo, and have it have all the little clicks that the Beatles would have wanted or that model mixing. It's something I, you, you could show, you could let, you know, a younger audience listen to and I think appreciate, you know. I mean, you could appreciate the Beatles none, nonetheless, but it is, I'm glad they did this. You have any thoughts on it? I'm sorry, I I, 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 I had a lot of thoughts you, on you it. You ranted. I don't, I don't have any thoughts because I listened to it, but then I didn't like, I didn't like listen to the original one first so that I could hear the differences and I want to go back and do that. Because I was listening to him like, oh, this sounds great. But I hadn't listened to the original album recently enough to notice how much mm -hmm. it changed. Right. Yeah. Do, do it. It's, it's a, again, good album. I forget. I, I forgot like, because I hadn't gone, I hadn't done that either. Like I saw this came out. I was like, I'm, I need to go listen to the original one first because I hadn't done yeah. that in a while. I forgot. And I just forgot like all the songs that were on there. Mm -hmm. I forgot there's a lot of good stuff on there. And it just did bring other, so other songs that I didn't, like She's Leaving Home was like my prime example. Like the strings stick out so much in this new version. Well, it's like, oh, wow. I didn't know. I never noticed that when I listened because I've heard that song a lot of times before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I ranted a little bit on that, but it's good. Greg, Greg, Greg is zoned out now. Yeah, I was actually. I saw reading, him peeking like, up. I was reading like political articles. Um, oh, don't do. Oh, you are Max Temkin now. I I, I know. You would um, you would you like the U.S. politics Twitter list? Please don't. Uh, let's see the, the the that we just did that is that, is that it? No. What what am I missing? Uh, Michael's passwords. There's passwords in Portland. In Portland. Well, Portland, go. I think it, we, I had talked about this earlier. So there was a, uh, this summer is a, the solo eclipse. I remember. Okay. And now I know what you're talking about. I, well, so I had forgotten about it. And then I was like needing to, I was looking at vacation stuff. And I realized, wait a second, this is in August. And I'm deciding if I want to go see this because it's, it's a rare, it's a rare occurrence. It's not something like I can just go see every year. 
We haven't had one in the U.S. since the 70s, I want to say. So this one, if Casey, are you aware of this one? No. Okay, so there's going to be a total solar eclipse that crosses. It's going to start up in Oregon and move uh, eastward into, I think it ends in Kansas. So it crosses all those states. And I'm. it's on a, mon- it's on a Monday morning or Monday afternoon. I, guess, I think Monday at around noon. And I'm really kind of thinking about doing like a three-day weekend, like a, a Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, and then fly out Monday night. Because it, it, it is only like two, two to three minutes like of solo eclipse. But I feel like how often do you get to see a solo eclipse? Aren't you not supposed to look at them? Well, with like no, you can you can you can look at them, but you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, with like I think maybe like you just need like EV glasses. You can look at them though. This it, you it's blocking the sun. Like that is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Don't look for long, but. So I do want, and, and like, I, I just, I, I want to have it be daylight, be standing there and just have it kind of go black. Like, mm-hmm. to me, that is like, that would be an experience. That's a, that's a cool thing, yeah. And it's not something that pops, comes along every once in a while. So I am looking into, I want to get a trip going. I want, and so one of the, it doesn't pass through. What's the date? August 21st. Okay. So it's a Monday, but I'm looking into doing like a Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. And apparently, like looking at the path, like. Portland's not in the path, but like Salem is and Salem's like an hour, a little less than an hour south. So like you could drive an hour south. I'm just trying to find a place to do like a three day weekend in like, because I think Portland in August would be fun. I've never been to Portland, but it's on my list. And also August, I don't want to be in Kansas. And the weather apparently in Portland in the summer is the best chance at like, because I, I would hate to go and then it'd be rainy. Yeah, cloudy. exactly. That's what I was thinking. But apparently Oregon in the summer, best chance at good weather. And so I, I want to get people to, I need to, I want to, I need to ping Dion and see if, because it, it's a couple hours south of Seattle. Because I, it's just like, it's a silly little thing, but also it's not a silly little thing. It is a, I know Greg, you like your space stuff. I do. Are you, are you interested in the solo clips? Are you? Is that not your thing? I I am, but I'm just like eh. I, I am, but I'm not. If that makes sense. It it it's out it's out of the way. It's I'm trying. I'm, yeah, that's my thing. If it wasn't so like far, I would be like into it, but it's it's too far. You said it's the twenty first. Yeah, I think that's the Monday though. Okay, I knew I was going. I had a concert in August, but it's in, on the twenty fifth. So okay, yeah, I am just. I'm seeing if I can get people, because I mean, of course, if you get people together, then you can just like book a hotel and it's cheap. It's cheaper. Yeah. So I, if, if you're interested or know people who would be interested, we, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best place to go. I need to ping DM, but I think Port, like just because Portland would be a fun thing to do Saturday and Sunday. There's, if, if you like craft beer, uh, which I think you do, mm-hmm. uh, Portland's a very hipster little place. I'm just trying to think how I could convince my boss that I have to take off that Monday and Friday during peak season. Eh. I <laughs> solo eclipse put, like put in for it now. Yeah, I think solo eclipse is a good enough uh, answer. No, it's a cool thing. I'll, I'll have to check the calendar see if anyone's claimed that. Um, talk to people and also just look at how much are flights out to Oregon. Yeah, I haven't. I I looked. It, I mean, they I, for for me they were like right just on a quick look with three hundred. But usually if it's the three hundred, uh-huh. I can usually carve that down. Oh, we could go out to Kansas. They're probably cheap to Kansas. Because nothing's in Kansas. They're probably a lot cheaper to Kansas, but I don't want to go to Kansas. Yeah, I was like, well, if I'm going out Saturday, Sunday, we need this is going to be a vacation. We're going to go Pacific Northwest in the summer. Is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, and no, I want to get out there. I'll have to look into it. But my issue is, is our closest airport is Bradley, and Bradley's just expensive. Drive to JFK. We a lot of people do Logan. Oh yeah, like one of the, Greg, one of the Greg, ones. Greg likes Logan. Like I like what? Logan Airport. It's the Boston one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can see the beautiful, there's so many windows, so beautiful, so sunny outside. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Best airport, 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10, yeah. 
10 out of 10 has windows. It's beautiful, really. All right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll probably ping you and I need to ping Dion and maybe we could just have a fun, weird get together with everyone. Invite all your friends. Well, yeah, I was going to, I would talk to Taylor and Matt because I mean, they, they like vacation ideas. And if I, I could throw it out there, see if they might, they might bite at it. How do you feel about Portland in a solo eclipse? Craft beer in a solo eclipse. Yeah, like that sounds really cool to me. It, like it, Casey, you just want to go to the... Have you gone to a nice pure hipster town? Not since Austin. Yeah, Portland's worse than Austin. Yeah. I don't, well, I, there, that's, why Port, that's why the show Portlandia exists. I have not watched that, but I hear... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good show. I hear a hipster. You can only oh, watch that bit. show while like intoxicated. <laughs> I can't watch it sober. <laughs> it's... It's 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 an experience <laughs> to watch it sober. It's an experience. I actually enjoy it. But it's just I always always just like this is yeah. I have to be like in a weird mood. <laughs> I'm like this is television. <laughs> this is peak TV. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our show for the week. Thanks. That's for- that's a show you can find us on Twitter, oh, awesome. Twitch, and YouTube. And Greg will try not to hit any deal next week. Greg's not going to do anything for the pod anymore. Greg. Greg's done enough for the pod. I did my I've part. I've done for, enough. I did my part for the pod. Greg did his part for the pod. Casey, you're up next. Awesome. So we will see you guys next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.